0: Colts camp is back. Welcome to another daily update here at Graham Park in Westfield. It's brought to you by Corson Fire and Security. JJ Stangevitz along, as always. I'm Matt Taylor, recapping the day. The Colts practiced earlier this morning from about 10 to 11, 15. And today was the first day in pads. So mm-hmm. a very physical practice today for the Colts, as you can assume. Joining us on today's update in just a moment, linebacker Shaquille Leonard. He was back to practice again today. Everything continues to point in the right direction for him. JJ, my friend, like we said, the pads were on today. What were your overall takeaways from a, a very spirited day of practice here today?
1: Yeah, it was it was physical out there. Uh, you could tell guys are excited to get the pads on. Second play of practice in 11-on-11, 11 11, Zaire Franklin just lit up Zach Moss. Yeah. Uh, on yeah. a quick little check down. Uh, and that was sort of that was sort of the tone setter for the day, I thought. Um, you know, EJ Speed got physical in there on a couple plays. Yeah, he lit up uh, Evan Holt, yeah, didn't he? He did, yeah. Um, but, you know, good day for both the offense and defense. I thought you saw some things. We should probably lead off, too, with the news on Anthony Richardson. He did not participate in practice today. Uh, he had a procedure done on his nose. Shane Steichen said that was done just to just help him breathe better. Um, He's expected back on Tuesday. If he is not back on Tuesday, he will be back on Thursday. So not a big deal. Uh, You know, misses a day of practice. Hopefully nothing more. Yeah. But something, you know, when the Colts got him in there, they decided we should probably go correct this. They did it on Sunday is when he had the procedure. Uh, and again, he should be back Tuesday, uh, and if not Tuesday, he'll be back Thursday. And that
0: meant Gardner Minshew took all the first team reps yep. today in seven on seven and eleven on eleven work. There were three periods today of eleven on eleven offense versus defense. Anything look different or some subtle changes within the offense with Minshew in full pads?
1: Not not a ton. I think just the physicality of some of the run plays you could start to notice. Um, you know, I honestly I usually don't even take notes on run plays when there are no pads because mm-hmm. it's hard for me to tell from the sideline was this a good play or not, you know? um, We saw, you know, a couple runs. I think Evan Hall had a a pretty solid day out there. Um, You know, Zach Moss had a couple plays. Uh, He wound up leaving practice. Uh, Shane Steichen said he had an arm injury. Didn't have the full details on that, but he did wind up leaving practice early. Um, Good day, I thought, for Daryl Baker Jr., the second-year cornerback. He had a couple PBUs. Uh, yeah,
0: he continues to trend to yeah. be very much in the conversation yeah. to start a corner.
1: Real physical PBUs, too. Like, he he took advantage of the pads being on, I thought, yeah. um, and got in there in some seven-on-seven work. Uh, You know, still no Juju Brent, still no Darius Rush. They are still both out. Brents has a hamstring. Rush has a shoulder. Um, so, Baker, you know, whether that's because he's out there because those two guys are out doesn't with matter. The first team, doesn't or matter. not. Doesn't matter. Yeah. He, he's been making a pretty solid impression so far throughout camp.
0: Yeah, it doesn't matter how you get there. Just get there and taking a full advantage of those reps and that opportunity and a chance to play and to shine. Will Mallory, Colts fifth round pick yep. out of Miami had tied in. He came off of PUP today. That was another newsworthy note going into practice today. He missed uh, most of the offseason workout program, uh, the OTAs and the, uh, the mini camp with that foot injury. How is he moving around today? I saw him catch a yeah. pass from Sam Ellinger. Looked pretty
1: good. Yeah, it was early on. I think that was one of his first. First plays in 11 on 11 they got the ball to him mm-hmm. uh you know you can see the 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 speed that he has for a guy of his size That's why the Colts drafted him. Uh, You know, good to see him out there still showing that, even coming off the foot injury he had during rookie minicamp.
0: Yeah. All right, Shaq Leonard's coming up in just a second. You don't want to miss that conversation, man. He was really, really insightful, pretty honest. And uh, again, just shedding a lot of light on all that he's been through the last couple of years with the surgeries and, you know, what it's meant to him to get back on the field. But defensively, J.J., in what areas are you noticing the defense maybe being ahead of the curve a little bit schematically and comfort-wise this year with the core of that Defense coming back for year number two under Gus Bradley.
1: Yeah, I think, you know, it starts to me, to me with Kenny Moore the second that he looks like a completely different player in there. You know, he's making plays on the ball, uh, consistently has been shining throughout practice over these first four practices. Start to them, but I think the defensive line, I, I noticed them a lot more today. Um, you know, sort of throughout camp, you've started to notice the pass rush just being a collective effort. I think that's been really encouraging, that it hasn't been you know, one guy's been winning a bunch. It's been, you know, here's a play where, you know, Quidi Pay wins, or here's a play with Dio Dangbo, DeForest Buckner, uh, you know, some of the guys going further down the, the depth chart, like Adetami Abare uh, yeah. Jannard Avery, some of these guys who are, you know, fighting for roster spots or roles on this team. I think the collective pass rush, it, and again, it's it's sometimes hard to identify that, right? Because no, you can't hit the quarterback. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you get these plays where, you know, I think today Sam Ellinger had one where he... Uh, you know, he he kind of rolled out, and there's contact. There's there. contact, yeah. and it's sort of like he probably would have been sacked you on play that play. On. Yeah, but you play on, and he had a big completion. And it's sort of like, you know, it's good for Sam, like you know, getting that work. You're good for the receiver, but in game action, yeah. like he's probably on the ground. Yeah, because uh, the pass rush is pretty good. So I, I think you're starting to see that develop. The, you know, again, the Colts want to develop those eight guys an eight-man rotation with their pass rush, and I'm, I'm seeing some decent signs of that so so far, even with uh, Samson Ebicom still being out with a hamstring injury. Yeah,
0: somebody that's incredibly excited to be back on the field in this defense, year number two under Gus Bradley. That is Shaquille Leonard, the Colts All-Pro linebacker. Earlier after practice, he joined myself and Jeffrey Gorman to talk about how therapeutic it's been for him this so far this camp and to be back on the field enjoying football once more with his teammates.
2: We are joined now by a familiar face, a fan favorite, a leader on this football team. You've been moving around well this camp, but Shaquille Leonard, it's been a minute since you've been on this football field and Ben Shaquille Leonard. How is that transitioning? You know what it's going to take to get you at the top of your game, which is one of the best in the NFL. So far, so good?
3: Yeah, so far, so good, man. Just continue to come out here and just work on the small details of, you know, plant my feet, uh, making sure that I keep everything, you know, inside my frame and just whenever I do make contact, bring my hips. It's been a while since I made contact, so got to make sure I'm doing it properly instead of protecting my back and just going out and just doing it.
2: You guys are thoroughbreds. You guys are elite racehorses. Antsy all the time. Mentally speaking, the last year and a half and and beyond. How tough has that been for you not to be on this football field?
3: Uh, it was very tough, man. It it was it was awful, honestly. Just you know, standing around just watching couldn't be out there with the guys, uh, couldn't even practice with the guys, so it, it was terrible, uh, but luckily, you know, I got through it. Now I'm back, so I'm just enjoying the moment and just not taking this thing for granted, man, just embracing every single moment and just love being out there with the guys.
0: You, know, you talked about this a little bit last week when you reported, but how cathartic has it been to be on the practice field? I mean, you said it. This was this is kind of your safe place. This is your trust tree, if you will, Shaq. How cathartic has it been to physically do what you are, are meant to do?
3: Man, I don't, I don't I don't even think I stopped smiling yet, you know, just coming back out here, you know, with the guys and not having too much restriction, just coming out and just being me and that's that's the main thing and the coaches know that sometimes it might look a little different from what it was once before. And they know that I'm just working through a lot of things and you know it just feels amazing to come back out here, man, and compete with the guys, you know, run around, high fives and make contact <laughs> and just compete. That's the biggest thing for me, man, and just finally being able to compete instead of taking the knee or coaching up on the sideline.
0: What did your summer consist of? How grueling was your summer to get you to this point where you're at now?
3: Oh man, it, it was awful. So Monday through Friday, I was, you know, training down in Tampa. I had a um, neurology specialist come down from Spain. So I'm working with him. Then I go, you know, work with my trainer, Yo Murphy, then I had physical therapy with Julie, then, you know, working with Sean Pena. And then on Friday, Friday afternoon I fly home. I see my girls for maybe a day, day and a half, and then you know, I'm back on the road again, going back to Tampa. That was, the, that was the hardest part, just missing times with the girls. Yeah. And, you yeah. know, they're upset that, hey, dad you're not playing. Why? This is supposed to be the time where we have a lot of time together. And, you know, sometimes in life, you know, you got to make sacrifices. And, and like I told my wife, you know, I will suffer now. You know, I make a lot of sacrifices now, so later on in life we can sit back and we can enjoy these moments and then we can sit back and watch the girls grow up.
0: You know, speaking of those sacrifices, who are some people, maybe just give you the chance to highlight some of the people that have always been in your corner to get you right physically but to also help you emotionally and spiritually along this journey for you?
3: <laughs> for one, my wife, because uh, she, she know how hard it was for me and she can tell whenever I came home upset and, you know, didn't feel like talking or anything and she knew, like, how how to come at me. She knew how to make me feel special and then my brother Anthony you know just playing in the league um, you know he towards ACL so he's been through an injury teaching me there's going to be a lot of ups and downs Then my agent with Malky and then just my whole training staff with uh, Yo Murphy, Raul, Sean and that's just them just let me know that it's going gonna, it's gonna to take a while you know just keep chopping wood and then whenever you you get back to being you it's going to be something special and they just kind of made me made me feel like because you know, you know how hard it is for a player. You want to see something change in a day. Yeah. And they'll just say, you know, you just worry about small games, small games, small games, and then at the end of the day, end of the week, just look back and see what you've been through, and then you can be happy.
2: Shaq Leonard joins us. Talk about that that linebacker room. Record setter Zaire yeah. Franklin, the youngster EJ Speed. I know you're not coaching this season, but <laughs> I know you did a lot of coaching in the last season. Shaq, what's that room look like this year, and what do you guys want to accomplish?
3: Oh, man, the room is amazing, man, especially with Zaire, you know, leading the charge at the Mike line. Backer just flying around making plays, and then you know you got a guy like EJ Speed who's who's a thumper. He can run sideline to sideline, very smart. And then you know with me myself, you know just us three working together, you know I think we could be something special. Uh, Just everybody just working on what they can do you know taking the ball away or making a in space or just playmaking ability you know we just want to lead the charge in mm-hmm. all aspects on the defense category you want to you know you want to be the one to hustle you want to be the one to you know set the tone each day and make sure that people when they see the linebacker core they see what coach football is supposed to be
0: shaq i know you know this defense mentally you've got it down but i don't know if this is the right question for you but but how new to you is this defense under Gus Bradley, this scheme considering just only playing three games last year?
3: Uh, it's very different. Um, especially coming from a you know a cover two base defense with um, coach flew and now coming here, you know, with more of a cover three and just yeah. learning more so where the gaps at, who's your helps, more it's a lot more communication in this defense and, you know, more more eyes. So it's 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 very different. You know, it's a lot of film study, there's a lot of, you know, talking with the coaches and that's one thing about me, you know, I just wanted to come in and just see it from a coach's standpoint, mm-hmm. watch it all day, and then come out here and have my mental mistakes. And I told Coach, I'm going to have mistakes, but I'm going to stand up and I'm going to own every mistake that I have, and I don't want you to treat me any any differently from a rookie. So. I'm just working on it and just trying to be better and um, better and better each day.
0: You know, in the offseason, the defense, they did lose some playmakers, right? Stephon Gilmore and Yannick Ngakwe, Rodney McLeod, Bobby O'Carricade running at the linebacker position, but you're still here. How important is it to to come back and, and to be that playmaker and to infuse that playmaking ability back into this defense? Uh,
3: it's very important. I think that's the number one thing on this defense is we we got to find a way to take the ball away, and I think, um, you know, with me being, having that presence and I'm always about the ball. You know, if he's a walk through individual, I'm always preaching, we need 40 plus takeaways. And if the more I talk about it, the more people see me making punch attempts or get, trying to get into the window for a quarterback to make it foggy for them, they're going to understand it because the way you win this game is taking the ball away from the, from their offense and giving the ball back to our offense.
2: Love it, Shane Steichen, new captain of this ship. And you know he's briefly been here a few months. At, at, in reality, what do you like about the head coach? What's different from last year to this year?
3: Um, what I love about him is the accountability. You know, he's going to make sure that everybody come in. Don't care if you the top player or the bottom player, he's going to put you out right there on the screen. He's going to let you know that hey, this is unacceptable. He's the same guy every single day, and that's what you need. That's what you need in the coach. Somebody who's going to push you. Someone who's going to always talk about competing. You know, we compete. <laughs> we compete in the team meeting room. We compete with absolutely everything we do. And I don't think people truly understand when it comes down to NFL. Each play you're competing with, you know, it's, of course it takes 11 guys to make one play, but you always compete, and it's one-on-one games all day, every play, and people got to understand that you got to compete, and that's one thing I love about them.
2: You competed at Camp Arrival. Tell me about that classic car you pulled up in check. <laughs> I know I know, you're an enthusiast, <laughs> but that ride, woof.
3: Yeah, man, that's my, that's my 72, 442 Cutlass. Yeah, man, I, I'm a classic car guy, um, you know, from down south. Uh, I've got some 24 4G autos on. I got, enough, I got a 350 in it. That's my little cruiser, top-down, white interior. So just you know, just enjoying it, man, just enjoying the moment. And, you know, especially Indiana, man, it doesn't get too hot here. So it's easy to ride with a top-down down here.
0: <laughs> <I doubt laughs> Shaq Leonard is with us. Final one from me, Shaq. You you have a very special bond with all of the guys that you play next to in that starting lineup uh, at linebacker. You had it with Anthony Walker. You had it with Bobby O'Keefe. can you describe the relationship that you have with Zaire Franklin and how special you guys can be?
3: Uh, Yeah, uh, for one, man, it's just, you know, we came in together, you know, we came in together, started together, Um, seen him in the 9-7, you know, whenever whenever it was my time to play, you know, he cheered for me. And last year I had the opportunity to cheer for him, you know, I was so happy for him. And you know our games are two different style games. You know he's a downhill headhunter. Mm-hmm. You know I'm more so. Let me get into one. Let's see how I can take the ball away. And we kind of combat each other that way. Like I asked him, hey, how do you, what do you see here, and what makes you play faster downhill? Then he asked me, hey, how do you make a quarterback throw it to where you want to make the quarterback to throw? So we kind of you know work off that we sit beside each other in meetings. So we constantly talking, we constantly communicating because that's what it's going to take on the field. If we got a linebacker that you can trust. On the field, man, you're just like playing backyard football because even in the scheme, you can it say you that you have a gap. If you got a linebacker, you say, hey, I'm just about to trust my instincts. I'm going to hit this gap. And then, boom, he's covering you. you yeah, a gap, man. That's one thing about you know us two just being together for so long. So, man, I'm ready I'm ready to go out there and uh, compete with
0: him. No doubt about it. I know you're pressed for time. Thank you so much for spending a few minutes with us, Shaq. Congratulations on just your spirit back. Yes, Love sir. having <laughs> you back on the field in that smiling face. So, continued success. Have a great rest of camp. Yes, sir. Thank you. Again, that's Shaquille Leonard from earlier today here at Colts Camp with Jeffrey Gorman. I'm Matt Taylor. We're back once again at camp. J.J. Stankovitz here at Grand Park. Training camp brought to you by and Fire and Security. You know, we asked this question, J.J. It's very important in Shaq's mind to come back and be a playmaker within this defense. Gone is Stephon Gilmore, gone is Rodney McLeod, Yannick Ngakwe, Bobby Okereke at linebacker, right? The meat of this defense is still here, right? You still have Grover Stewart and DeForest Buckner and Kenny Moore and Zaire Franklin after the season that he had last year, but... Playmaking ability is very big, and Shaq thinks that he can come back and do that, considering all that talent that left the door in the offseason.
1: And and think about it this way, too, that this Colts defense last year was, for the most part, solid. They tailed off toward the end of the season. You know, some extenuating circumstances there. You can maybe write it off. But for the most part, they played solid, sound defense. They didn't have, you know, let up a lot of explosive plays. They defended the run really well, but they didn't take the ball away. And and you know you get Shack out there and
0: keep people out of the end zone, right. the red zone. Right?
1: Yeah. That you know right. th- those are two things that you get Shack in there. If he doesn't take the ball away, he's. I mean, right. you you get that condensed space in the red zone, and a guy who's got arms, you know, as big as a semi truck. <laughs> like it's kind of hard to throw the ball against him in the red zone. So, uh, you know that that to me, if he continues to trend in the right direction, those are two areas where just right off the bat, if he's on the field, the Colts are going to be better in those areas and. You know, look, this is a defense that I think might need to shoulder some of the load if and when Anthony Richardson comes in. No doubt. You know, you probably don't want Anthony getting in shootouts right off the bat. Yeah, if you're giving up
0: 28 points per game, it's going to be tough.
1: That's a lot for a rookie quarterback to have to face. Right. But if you can give him a shot to win these games, and, you know, maybe you win it 21-17 or Mm -hmm. 24-20 or, you know, 17-13, and maybe it's not the the most sexy final score. But, man, every player will tell you, Matt – it's much easier and much better to make corrections after a win than a loss. Just the mood is better. Yeah. You feel better about yourself, even if you, your play maybe wasn't up to the standard. Um, the vibe in the building is better. The Colts' defense is going to need to shoulder quite a bit of that. And again, that goes back to if you get Shaq Leonard out there, this defense is going to have a better shot at, at being that kind of force within the building that will help Anthony Richardson development just by kind of yeah its own presence. Yeah, just always being in games. Right, that's, yeah, exactly. That's so yeah. important,
0: yeah. you know, just always feel like you have a shot and the defense can do their part to, uh, to make that happen. Uh, all right, to close out here, JJ, maybe putting you on the spot a little bit, but some of those under-the-radar guys, those guys that are going to be scratching and clawing for playing time and roster spots, those preseason games are going to be so vital for them. Who are some guys that are kind of catching your eye early on in this camp that maybe were not on your radar in the spring?
1: Ethan Fernia had a, a pretty nice catch today on yeah. a deep ball. Eighty-four. Uh, yeah, he's a yeah. guy who was on the practice squad last year. All of they, last year. All of last year. He uh-huh. got called up for, I think, one or two games. Um, you know, a guy who could probably contribute on special teams, but I kind of noticed a little bit from him. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, talking about the corners, uh, again, Daryl Baker Jr. going back to him, but mm-hmm. he's not really under the radar. He's with yeah. the first team defense. Yeah. Um, those are kind of two guys who I've, I've kind of jotted down in my notebook. Uh, one on each side of the ball, but just something that's sort of under the radar. It's just good to see like Rigo Sanchez back out there. You know, he's a punter and, you know, whatever you may say about that in terms of his, you know, he's under the radar, but the, the Colts haven't had to worry about who their punter is. And you, again, you're talking about games. If these games are going to be close yeah. and maybe on the lower scoring end, if you have a rookie quarterback in there, it's going to take everyone and field position is going to be incredibly important. And if your offense is not able to drive downfield a bunch, hey, having a good punter and Rigo Sanchez back out there, uh, that's a sneaky little so important so good at thing. the
0: directional pun uh, too. so good at that, you yeah. It changes the landscape of a game. All right, nugget alert here. Rigoberto Sanchez, to your point, He's placed nearly 40% of his career punts inside the opponent's 20-yard line. That seems pretty good. Pretty darn good. And he's topped the 40% mark in three of his five NFL seasons. His last year, obviously, was 2021. Just so psychologically good to see him out here after tearing that Achilles right here at Grand Park last year. During training camp. All right, the Colts will practice again tomorrow. That's Tuesday, 10 o'clock. We'd love to see you up here at camp. Colts will have an off day on Wednesday, then do it again on Thursday. Thursday's practice, I believe JJ's earlier. That's 9 to 10.30 on Thursday. Yeah, it's a long one. Yeah, you're going to have to get up a little bit earlier than normal to get up here at Grand Park to watch Thursday's festivities, have an off day on Friday, and then the Colts will practice again Saturday and Sunday over the weekend. So both days over the weekend, the Colts will be participating in practice. Here at Graham Park, as always, we'd love to see you up here. Colts.com/camp for all the details and, and hey, to download your free tickets.
1: Hey, this is a busy week too for us here on the Colts Audio Network because we got we got our camp chat today. Yes, on Tuesday we got a, a new episode of the official Colts podcast. It'll be Jeffrey Gorman, Lara Overton, and myself. The Gorman's back. Yep, back in the pod we'll Josh Downs <laughs> on that one. But we're, we're doing it. We're doing that setup because while we're recording that. You and Rick Venturi. Yeah. Inside football with Rick Venturi's back on Wednesday. Yes, sir. That's yes, gonna be sir. always a, a good chat with Rick. Yeah. Just listening to him by the way, before practice, him telling stories about Belichick and Sabin. I, I could sit here and just listen to him tell stories for hours, man. It's great.
0: I told him he's got to write the book, but he won't do it. Nah. But I think it's better if we get sort of those inside scoops yeah. off the air a little bit. We're we're very fortunate in yeah. that regard, the the wealth of knowledge football-wise that is Rick Venturi. All right, we'll do it again tomorrow. The Colts back to work here at Grand Park on Tuesday. J.J. Stangovic, I'm Matt Taylor. Have a great rest of your day. And again, our thanks to Jeffrey Gorman and Shaq Leonard for joining the podcast earlier today as well. We'll talk to you Tuesday right here on the Colts Audio Network. So long.